Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I want to share Bible verses about self-worth. And because simply reading Bible verses are not enough, we have to take a deep dive into scripture of self-worth so that you can actually apply them to yourself. In the world of social media, Photoshop, and superficiality, your self-esteem may be suffering. But that is why it is important not to look at those outside things to define our self-worth, but actually look at God for that. Because that is where real self-worth comes from. And also don't forget to check out my video on self-worth, which you can watch down below. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you can also click the link down below to do. So number one, God made you. For you, formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in depths of the earth. Psalms 139, 13-15 God just does not slap things together and hope for the best, but he took time crafting you and making you exactly to be the way that you are. The things about yourself that you see are mistakes that may not be mistakes at all, but you must learn how to see them as valuable and things that were intentionally created by God himself. 2. What matters to God? But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his personal appearance or on the height or stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. First Samuel 16, 7. This is one of the better Bible verses about self-worth that I love because this verse was spoken by God in regards to David. Samuel began to look at all of David's older, stronger, and more attractive brothers and felt that they were simply better because of what they looked like. But the fact of the matter is that we know David for being king, for slaying Goliath, for being a man after God's own heart. We do not know any of those other brothers, no matter how fine they were. Their attractiveness and muscles are not what mattered to God, but it was how God could use them that made the real difference. And you can also check out my video below on David on what to do when people don't believe in you. Number three, you are a queen, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. First Peter 2 9. I have an entire blog on not forgetting your royal position, which you can click the link down below to read. But the fact of the matter is that being a child of the highest God means that you are royalty. And it is very disrespectful to God to doubt your self-worth or to behave in a way that is less than what you were intended. Can you imagine a queen or a princess not even knowing that she was royalty and she is going around throwing her crown on the ground and doubting her own existence? How jacked up is that? When you do not acknowledge your own self-worth, that is exactly what you're doing. You're not remembering what it is or who it is that you belong to, and you are not understanding that you are royalty, my dear. And if you are a queen, then you best start acting like it. Also, check out my video below on how to remember that you are a daughter of a king. Number four, you're not flawed. You are altogether beautiful, my love, and there is no flaw in you. Songs of Solomon 4-7 This is probably one of the most straightforward Bible verses about self-worth because it is literally telling you that you are beautiful and that you are not flawed even if you think you are. 
I want you to read my separate blog on how these women use their flaws to actually step into their purpose, which you can click the link down below to read. Because the fact of the matter is that the things that you see as flaws in yourself may be the very things that may cause you to stand out from the crowd, and therefore they're not really flaws at all, but rather unique attributes yourself that make us stand out and that make us different. So try to view your flaws not as things that you hate, but as something that you can embrace. Number five, your worth is not external. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of your hair and putting on gold jewelry or clothing you wear, but let adorning be hidden person of the heart with imperishable beauty and gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is precious. 1 Peter 3, 3-4 In the world of people spending a bunch of money for no apparent reason whatsoever to be flashy on social media is literally belittling yourself. Do not get me wrong, I do believe that you should present your best self to the world, which you can watch my video below on that. But your worth does not come from how much money you can spend on clothes, what name brands you're wearing, or simply being beautiful on the outside while being empty on the inside. That's not enough. Expensive items do not make you beautiful or enhance your self-worth. Maybe in the eyes of the world, but it doesn't in the eyes of God. Focus on what is valuable in the eyes of God and that is where you will find your true self-worth and value that is not so easily shaken by what is going on on the outside. 6. The hairs on your head are numbered. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Why even the hairs on your head are numbered? Fear not, you are more valuable than many sparrows. Luke 12, 6-7 Think about it. You have hairs on your head. When I comb my hair, I'm not even sure of how many hairs come out of my head, but God does. So imagine how valuable you are to him if he knows how many hairs on your head there are. So how can you possibly not understand your own self-worth when God places so much value on even the little hair particles that are on your head? Think about it. Number seven, do not fix what God has already put his paintbrush on. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave or forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5. Plastic surgery is alive and well in the world today. I do not want to get into if plastic surgery is right or wrong, but rather, what is your goal behind it? I have seen, and probably you have too, seen so many women get plastic surgery to the point that they're not even recognizable anymore. They do not even look like themselves, and when you fall into the role of not being content with what you have and what you look like, then you're going to keep trying to find ways to fix yourself. I once had a friend who suffered from a cliff palate and had plastic surgery to, to fix it and her nose. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about looking at yourself in the mirror and feeling like you need a nose job, chin job, butt job, stomach job, lip job, breast implants, and Botox. At that point, is there anything that you even like about yourself? And if you get into the role of always wanting to fix something about yourself, then you're not being content with what you have. And in your own eyes, you will never be enough and you will always be trying to fix. Number eight, don't disrespect where the Holy Spirit lives. For we are all his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. Ephesians 2.10 when we accept the Lord into our lives, the Holy Spirit comes to live within us, which is why the Bible says that you are not your own and you were bought with a price. A heavy price, might I add. So when you're looking into Bible verses about self-worth, know this. The Holy Spirit is not going to dwell in some unworthy vessel. God lives within you because he sees you as worthy. Therefore, you need to see yourself as such. Number nine, you were created in God's image. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, 
and male and female, he created them, Genesis 1.27. I highly suggest that you watch my video below on understanding the Trinity because it will give you a better understanding of how we were created in God's image. We are not like animals running around in the sense that we are special because we are the only species that was created in God's image. The things you can do, how you think, and the ability you have are a power that was invested in us by God. So take heart in that. Number 10. Your past does not define you. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 There are many times that we suffer from low self-worth because of what we have done in the past. And we feel that our life is not what we want it to be. And maybe we feel we're not living up to our full potential. But with each moment that has happened, it is in the past, meaning that you don't need to continue to live in condemnation of your past or mistakes that you have made. Each moment is a new opportunity to recreate yourself and God is not punishing you or defining your self-worth based on what you have done. So neither should you. These were the five Bible verses about self-worth that I really hope that you enjoyed and that helped you. If you know another woman struggling with self-worth, then share this post with her. Also, check out my Christian Manifestation Guide for more Bible verses and affirmations on self-worth, self-esteem, and so much more. You can scroll all the way down in order to click the link to buy.